When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment, like no other, it's gonna be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you. Marinero, the sick podcast. The Montreal Canadiens have one preseason game left. And I know the preseason really shouldn't mean anything, but I see so many things that concern me to the point where I'm pessimistic, to the point where I'm negative, to the point where I'm glass half empty. So today on the Sick Podcast, I wanted to get a hold of the most positive person that I know to change my mood, but unfortunately, they didn't answer the phone, so I fell on somebody who's more negative than I am, Brendan Kelly of the Montreal Gazette. What the puck? What's going on? I'm the most positive guy there is, Tony. I love life. The sun is shining. Everything's fine. The Cavs are back in the Stanley Cup final this year everything's okay all right I, that'd be good that'd be <laughs> nice i'm sure they would take it it's a sick podcast the show is brought to you by essentia the world's only natural memory foam mattress go to myessentia.com slash sick pod and use code sick pod for a free pillow with your purchase essentia beyond organic sleep brendan i know it's preseason, and i know it shouldn't be the end of the world but i tend to uh, i tend to panic every now and then the canadians are sleeping well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's going to be, uh, you're right, I'm the prophet of doom, but I think that, you know what, it's going to be a difficult season. And I think the, 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 the fact of the matter is that, you know, like you said off the top, I mean, let's face it, the preseason is, it's so hard to, to read anything into that, but uh, we are suffering from a major Stanley Cup final hangover. Like ever since, think about it, Tony, ever since we made it to the Stanley Cup final, since the first time since 1993 and had that incredibly inspirational playoff run, it's been a bit of a disaster. I mean, it really has. Like, let's go back through what's happened. Immediately, the news is Shea Weber will not play this season and may never play again. Mark Bergevin more or less saying he's retired. I mean, we don't really believe that. But anyways, he's not in the lineup. Then you lose, and everyone's like, oh, no big deal. He was our number one center. We lost Philip Deneau. You know, like him or loathe him, he was an important part of the team. Uh, we don't know the future of the general manager, so his position is in doubt, which puts a sort of, you know, cast a shadow over the management of the team, and Mark Bergevin not saying he's going to stay beyond the year. Then there's the whole just Barry Kotkaniemi. Again, we all have different opinions, but you, he was supposed to be a major part of this team, and now he's gone. 
and we brought in other players. The team has brought in other players, most notably Dvorak and uh, and David Savard. Um, and Hoffman, who we haven't seen yet because he's hurt. Right. And then on top, and then we go go to, to, to more towards the present. Ryan Paling, who, you know, listening to TSN 690 over the last couple of months, one would think it was the second coming of something. He had turned out to be kind of like Ryan. You didn't hear that from me. No, but you know, there's been a you lot. You never of, did. There's been a lot of guys on your station, very bullish on Paling prior to training camp. And the reality is that Paling has been just about as, as not so great as he has always been ever since they drafted him, except for one night in a meaningless game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So he's been a disappointment. You want to know what the reality is? The reality is they have as many doubts on Paling as many many members of the fan base do. I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I can tell you that his name was out there um, in a possible trade. Um, So he's not one of those prospects who... They deem, you know what, has a great future. And it, you know what, listen, he might still pan out. And I don't, you know, I, I, I wouldn't blame. I'm okay if he doesn't make the team. He has three seasons at St. Cloud State with 35 and 36 games a season. It's not a lot of hockey. He's got 64 total games at the American Hockey League level. Once upon a time, centermen used to play 250 games at the American Hockey League level. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. I know I'm starting to sound like a broken record. And that is, number one, he's not ready. Not for the NHL. Number two, I don't think he's a centerman. I don't think he plays a good 200-foot game. I don't think he's got very good hockey IQ. I do think he's big and strong. And when he takes the guy to the outside, he puts his head down and he charges the net. That's more him. More of a cycle game, this and that. And The real big beef that I have with him, Brendan... Right. Is that he should leave it all on the ice in this training camp. And quite frankly, it doesn't look like he's doing that. A hundred percent. So, you know, and he doesn't look like, uh, you know, this is, I mean, it's not quite do or die. I suppose there could be another training camp here, but it's close to do or die for Ryan Paling. We're, we're getting a, you know, a number of years into this thing and, he doesn't look like he's got the intensity level there. And if you're just saying and sounding like a broken record that he's uh, he's not a centerman, if he's a winger and if he's a, if it turns out he's a bottom six winger, like who who, who friggin' cares then? What's even the point of drafting the guy? Bottom six players you can pick up any day of the week, you know? So he was supposed Well, I mean, what's the point of drafting him? I mean, they didn't know what he was going to become when they drafted him. I'd be willing to bet, but... Of course. I mean, look, I mean, we all know, like, drafting is a, is an inexact science, and so you never really know, right? I mean, cut, you know, but the, the, there was a lot of... you know, The one thing we can't... The one thing we do know, we don't know how players will turn out, but we do know that the Habs hype machine will go into overdrive with every first-round draft pick, and they're going to say, caught Kinyemi this, and paling this and you know what mostly these things haven't turned out all that well i mean all right so look even though we shouldn't overreact once again i tend to do it every now and then but today today i have no other choice but to be glass half empty hear me out carrie price had knee surgery in the offseason correct carrie price has not played a preseason game yet correct carrie price supposedly has been ill for the past three days and dominic ducharme told us today he's not well at all 
Joel Edmondson has an injury that's not getting worse, but it's not getting better. Usually, stuff like that doesn't end very well either. David Savard, liked them before, liked them in the playoffs, still do. He's not Shea Weber. The penalty kill, Dano won't be there. Weber won't be there. Byron won't be there. Price hasn't played a game yet. Those are arguably your four best penalty killers. Romanov looks like he dipped from a year ago and that he's actually not ready. Paling, whatever. Uh, Mike Hoffman hasn't played a game yet. He's injured. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. Jonathan Drouin remains a question mark until he's able to do it in the regular season for an extended period of time to see if he's bounced back. We all hope that he will. I'm glass half empty today, man. Well, you know what? I feel like Brendan Kelly. I mean, and how great is that to feel like Brendan Kelly? I mean, that's a, you you count your lucky stars. I wouldn't mind if I was making Brendan Kelly money. I'll tell you that right now. Billions is pouring in, but I mean, it's uh, no. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. You have a Swiss bank account? Uh, Yeah, of course. I mean, who doesn't, right? I don't. No, I don't either. I have a Canadian bank account. A uh, very modest uh, lifestyle here. But, you know, it, it's there's a huge amount of question marks there. I mean, for, look, look the, the injury thing. I mean, obviously, every team has to deal with injuries. But the one that, that gets me is, not. I mean, look, you get an injury, you get an injury. But how many times have I seen this Carey Price film? Basically, every year since 20, is it 2016? So it's been. I, 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 you know what? Listen, I really want to know what's plaguing him. Like, I really want to know. He's a public athlete. There's public interest. I want to know what's going on. Does he have the flu? Because if he does, I know 20,000 people and none of them right now have the flu. Like, I want to know. We were told it's not COVID related. What is it? I want to know because I'm sure the Canadians are not going to make the playoffs without Carey Price. They may not even make the playoffs with Carey Price. I'm, I'm so upset right now. I need a drink. Cherry River, hard seltzer, only 90 calories, Brendan. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, natural flavors, no preserves, now available in Quebec grocery stores and the, the beer store as well. By the way, this is Yuzu Lime. Yuzu Lime. Wow. But, you know, sounds great. But, you know, um, it's good. I'm sure, you know, those question marks about what's wrong with Carrie Price. I mean, I'm shocked. And I say shocked, Tony, that the Canadiens uh, Public Relations Department hasn't fully come clean with his ailment hashtag sarcasm because it like guy gets the sniffles and is treated like uh, the kremlin over at the bell center is not going to tell you what it is remember you know anyways all of my point remember when stefan wait was uh was fired between period i mean was it yeah between? after the second period after the second period price had just given up a bad goal a minute or two before and and and, and uh comes into the to the lodge and he says uh we got to make a coaching change. And you remember what Stefan Waite said to him? He said, obviously, they're speaking in French. He says, games? Yeah, are you kidding me? Mind you, having said that, he thought it was a couple joke. of days ago, Stefan Waite on Auntie Chambre, uh, on RDS, yeah. told them that now that he had a chance to think about it, and he's had a couple of conversations with Marc Bergevin since his firing, that he believes that Marc Bergevin made the right move. He talked about how long he worked with goalies in the past. And he said he worked eight years with Carey Price, and that was a very, very long time. And come to think of it, he says that Carey Price did need to hear another voice. So 
Uh, you know what? I mean, he's, you know, of course, Stefan uh, Waits is going to say that at this point because he needs to, you know, he's... he's Why? Got to... He doesn't have to say that. Well, I mean, there's not, you know, other than Robin Lehner, there's not too many people out there who openly criticize other people in the league. And I think uh, Stefan Waite was quite, uh, was quite candid when he was leaving. And what he said, because just to finish that, that anecdote, yeah, he said, firstly, he said, you're joking, as in they're old friends, right? They work together in Chicago. They yeah, of course. All he thought he literally he wasn't saying it angry. He literally thought Mark was making a joke. Yeah, because, because Mark's a, Mark's known as a prankster. Yeah. Between period two and period three, and the set, the, and 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 what uh, Bergevin said to him after that, he said, "Hey, the reason I'm doing this," he says, "if if Carrie lets in any more goals like that, I'm the next one." To if Carrie doesn't get back on track. He but said, anyway, then I'll be the next one let go, according to what Stefan Waite told us. Yes. The point, Reese Stefan Waite, was that he also said in that same interview, he said, Carrie's been beat up and he's he's suffering from this, that, and the other. Like, in other words, he... His- Brendan, he said it right here on the Sick Podcast. He talked about Carrie Price's history of injuries with knees, uh, yeah. with legs, with Hip. hips, with groin, with back. And he said within two to three years, the Canadians are going to have to make a decision here because at that point, Caden Primo will be ready and Carey Price is uh, deteriorating, declining. And When's the last time, Tony, that, that Carey Price, who, you know, and just, to, you know, because people think I'm just a font of negativity. Carey was amazing, stand up, amazing until the final where he was not as great. But those first three series, he... He was unbelievable. They give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, too, because in the final, he went up against the best team that he had faced in the playoffs. Clearly a better team than his team. Yes, but he was, you know, when he said that, remember he said, I should have been better the first two games. He was brutally honest and he was right. And but but the point is carries defense, if I can. Sure. If carries in goal for Tampa and Vasilevsky is in goal for the Canadians, Tampa Bay still wins the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not any scenario. I mean, anything's possible, crazy. But basically, there's no way Montreal is beating Tampa Bay last spring. I mean, it's just no. Not. But but when? So now you can give Bergevin a break. What's that? Now you can give Bergevin a break. You just talked about what? him that he he might not be back as the general manager. Why do you think he doesn't want to come back? Because of you. It's because if he can't. Because of you, you you've been destroying the guy for the last eight or nine years. Is that enough? I'm playing my violin. I mean, how how much money does uh, Monsieur Bergevin make? I I don't know his contract. I would guess three. anywhere between two and a half to three. And if he doesn't make that much, he needs a new agent. So, I'm available. Right, and he wants a lot more than that, and he'll probably get a lot more somewhere else, which is where it's sunnier than here. But oh, right, the general manager and the vice president of the Montreal Canadiens deserves to make more money than that. Don't uh, you think? Yeah, probably. I mean, uh, you know, if you're paying, uh, you're you're paying, you know, you're paying Claude uh, Julien five. So hey, I would say three hundred and sixty-five days in a year. That job is worth at least three point six five million dollars per year. Which job? The GM's job? Yes, sir. Yeah, no, absolutely. But my point, Ria's salary is only that. So you know what? If you're making three, three and a half, hey, deal with what the puck. That's the way I look at it. Deal with. Uh, wow. You know what there's not many critics out there anyways i mean they easy you know so generally people are pretty upbeat about the haves um and so i you know 
I mean, look, they got to to the Stanley Cup final, but I mean, I, I just... You worried think- about this price thing, and, I, and I'm going to say this, okay? As good as Carey Price was last year in the playoffs, and as good as he was five years ago when he won all those individual awards, and as good as he is when he plays his best hockey, deep down inside, he was hoping he was going to get claimed by Seattle. That whole story is quite interesting because, look, he hasn't had a solid good season since the year he won all the hardware, which I think is five years ago, four or five years ago. So he has not had a good year. It's been partly injuries, but it's been partly just crappy play. And anyone who says anything else doesn't live on the same planet as us. And he was amazing in the playoffs. But the reason he was, I mean, I think most of us would agree, the reason he was amazing in the playoffs is because he didn't play most of a um, big chunk of the regular season. So he was he, fresh. He was fresh. And he was fresh in the bubble too. So like this Cherry River Heart Seltzer over here, fresh. Exactly. So but yeah. can he do a full season and have a good season? I mean, like I always say to you, the only thing we can base our our analysis on is what has happened. And he hasn't had a good season for four or five years. So And you know what? I'm gonna add something else, okay? This can change. Right now, I don't like their chances. I just don't. And the fact that they had a short summer and their injury plagued, and look, Tampa Bay had a short summer. They, they came back and they won the Stanley Cup. I get that. They're not Tampa. I just, Price not well. Edmondson not getting better. Savard's not Weber. Weber's gone for the year. Who Paul Byron is out long-term. Carey Price hasn't played a game yet. Hoffman is hurt too. Dwayne remains a question mark. Uh, Philip Deneau is gone. Romanov looks like he's taking a step back. He might have a sophomore jinx. I don't know, man. I just, man, can you please cheer me up? Please. It's going to be fine. My son says, uh, 21 year old Keener says they're making uh, the Stanley cup final again. So there's something upbeat. Wow. But so you think Bergevin's situation could be a distraction. Do you believe that? Cause I don't think is. so. It's still business as usual. Is it going to change? It's already a distraction. It's distracting me. I can't focus on my work. Why? Why? I'm work. No, no. But it he's is- still going to do his job. He's not going to stop working. He's he's not going to stop working. But I mean, it's it's a big. I I what I hear on les branches, as we say in the local. What do you hear? What do you hear? I hear that there's a lot of pressure on Molson to get this situation settled, and they want him to to. We do know, I mean, pretty well know because some, you know, Elliot Friedman tweeted prior to the prior to the playoffs. Yeah. We're in discussions. What that meant was, in my view, and we're all just speculating because they won't tell us anything. Okay, I'll give you my speculation. You give me yours. Well, mine is that that Molson made him an offer and Bergevin, and remember the position that the Habs were in going into the playoffs. Yeah. They Pretty terrible regular season. And the, and the second half of it was worse. Yep. And the only reason they got into the playoffs is they played the Vancouver Canucks nine times. So they 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 snuck into the playoffs. And even then, yeah. Jeff Molson was ready to give him an offer. And you know what Mark Bergevin said? Even in that position, he said, you know what? I'm going to wait. And then they go through the playoffs. And, of course, they do incredibly yep. well. And you got to give credit to Bergevin. It's his team. Then Molson makes him another offer, and it's still not good enough. And what I hear is there is pressure from the other partners in this consortium for Molson to get this settled because they want him signed up because it is a distraction. You want to know why? Because for several reasons. Number one, he got to the Stanley Cup final. No particular order. Number two, his last three, three and a half years on the job have been fantastic. 
I'm not talking about the first seven. I'm talking about the last three. How okay. think last two seasons, Tony? In his last three seasons, if you take a look at every trade that he's made and what he's done with asset management and the fact that the team went to the cup final, he's done a really good job. Uh, when, and number three, yeah, knowing the prerequisites that are that you need to speak French, who that, are they going to bring in? Are that, they going to bring in Patrick Roy? No, they won't. I like Will they it. bring in Marty Berder? No, they won't. Will That'd they be- bring in Stefan Quintal? If they bring in Quintal oh, or Dalfus that have never done this before, are they going to be better off? Why wouldn't they bring in Brodeur? I think he'd be a great choice, don't you? Because he's never been a GM. He's he's like way up there in New Jersey, and he was an assistant in St. Louis. I mean, he's got as much experience as Bergevin had when he came in. And he's have you ever talked to him? I'm sure you have. He's a super smart guy. He does. Well, listen, Mark Bergevin had a lot of experience. I, I just look. I think Matthew Darsh will be a GM in the National Hockey League one day, and I think he'll be a good one because he's going to Harvard right now learning under Julien Brisebois. But even if Matthew wanted to, let's just say he wanted to come, it's two years under his belt. Matthew will be a lot better as a GM here one day if he comes here when, if he's got five years under his belt under Julien Brisebois. So here's my speculation. Yeah. Mark Bergevin is in the driver's seat. He has the leverage. He knows it. He's holding out for more money. That's a one would know, but I agree. Absolutely. And he might not get the money because... Uh, Mr. Molson looks rather tightly at that pocketbook of his, and at the end of the year, he might go and be back with his buddy, Luke Robitaille. Well, uh, you know, if he chooses to go somewhere else, that's another story. But, um, you know, during the pandemic, how many teams made as much money as the Montreal Canadiens? How many teams in the league have a television contract that'll pay them over a million dollars a game? During the pandemic, when everyone was on an even playing field of no fans in the stands, I bet you the Canadians made more money than anybody else. And they just got a big favor from uh, from Jeff's buddy Francois in Quebec City. Oh, yeah. They're getting uh, 21,000 fans in the stands. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. They got the green light on that. I think, the only, am I mistaken, or it's the only place in Canada that's going to have that amount of people in the arena. So that's also great. No, but the Habs always make a lot of money. I mean, that's not uh, yeah. estimate to, to the, to the savviness of, of, of Bergevin. And look, they got to the Stanley cup final. You can't uh, take that away from them. As I wrote in my, what the puck this week, it was a great run. You know, look, I mean, it, like, to me, the, 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 probably the most amazing part of that run, because frankly, they didn't beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. The Toronto Maple Leafs lost, as they always do. Cause That's they are- one way of looking at it. The Canadians still went out and scored the overtime winner in game 5-6, and they went to Toronto to win. But you know what? Look back at that series. You know, Remember when they were down 3-1? to one? How yeah. were you feeling the day after? I thought they were terrible, and I was so disappointed in the way they were playing. I remember listening to your show that morning, and you were yeah. speaking for the whole city of Montreal. We were like, fire Jeff Molson. Fire Mark Bergevin, fire Cat, right? People, because they, they, even the game they won, game one, which they won against Toronto, they didn't play very well. Paul Byron had to score that unbelievable goal for them to win it. Anyway, uh, listen to me. Are you as negative as I am today? Is this, is this a story here? Like, I, I'm, I'm really, like, I needed you to put me in a better mood uh, or a word. I don't know. Look, I, I don't know I, why, but. The thing about the injuries, Tony, just yeah. up, is we don't need to worry that much about injuries 
at the beginning of the year. So you know what? This is a good. If you're going to have an injury, this is a good time to have it. So the Edmondson thing, which we don't know what it okay. is. I'm not that worried about that, though. I don't like the look of potentially a top pairing of Romanov and Petrie. I mean, that's uh, frightening. But- I hope he doesn't have ingrown toenails. I had that at one point in my soccer career, and it put an end to my soccer career. They had to pull both of them out. You know what the doctor told me, huh? I have no idea. Because a lot of people usually put them in lukewarm water with either salt or Javel. Wow. The doctor told me, you want them to heal right away? I said, yes. He says, go in the shower and pee on them. Oh, my God. I peed on them. They were cured within a week. You just, I didn't know you were so into alternative medicine. I never had ingrown toenails again for the rest of my life. Hey, but, but the, the, the scary- who's going to win the division? Well, I mean, I see as one, two, three. I'm not sure. I would say Toronto's got a fair. Toronto is a great regular season team. I say number one, two, three is, is Toronto, Tampa, and Florida. And, and I never count out Boston. I never count out Boston as being a strong team. And so I see Montreal as being in the wild card hunt. And that means you're fighting with all of those teams in the Metropolitan Division as well. And the other thing to keep in mind, and this won't cheer you up, again, they remember when they beginning of last season, oh, they're so great. They're so incredible. Yeah, yeah, great start, yeah. We're playing the crappy, crappy Vancouver Canucks. They're going to be playing the teams in their division this year, but they're also going to be playing the Rangers and the Capitals. And the. it's going to be a lot harder just in terms of the games they play. And then in terms of the division that they're in, they're going to be in the wild card. And you know what? In the end, they're going to be where they are most years in, in the past decade, which is fighting to get in and fighting to the last moment. And they might, they might get in, they might not. I mean, much of it depends. If Carey Price has another subpar year, well, that's not going to yeah. make it easier. Luckily, I, th- I honestly, I think the best move that Mark Bergman has made in the past three or four years was picking up. Just stop reading your column. He he he's like he calls me as soon as he reads it. As soon as that are thing's you, out, he's. Are, are you serious with me? Are you kidding me right now? I'm serious. He's, he's right on the phone with me. He's often. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't believe you and him have ever had a conversation. You know what? I, I Someone once told me, I didn't hear it. He was on French radio and they said, uh, and he says, I never heard of that guy. Ah, you see that? Told you. The okay. And I ever got, because that means, you know what it's, you know when actors say they never read the reviews? Yeah, yeah, they read the reviews. Are you kidding? You know, I remember Hugh Grant um, uh, saying they would run out after, you know, the play opened at the West End in London. Yeah. And they go out for drinks, and then at one in the morning, they go to the newsstand and pick up the. Come on. If there was a review out of your show, Tony, you wouldn't yeah. read it? I don't know. Well, of course I would. I don't know if he reads the reviews, but I bet you he's got somebody reading your paper. We'll you talk know, to you they, soon, bud. They get a pile of paper every morning with everything, everything, every tweet. They see everything. They see everything. Geez, I better stop tweeting. We'll talk to you soon, man. Hey, thanks, Tony. Cheers. All right. Okay. Brendan Kelly of the Montreal Gazette. You know, all those hockey teams that he talked about, you can pick up their jersey at sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel. Sick merch. Check it out. Um, Use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items. And now uh, I'm going to try and make you some money. Money. Money, 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 money. It's time for Sick Picks. Brought to you by my bookie. You can place your bets on my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag slash the sick podcast and use code sick picks to double your deposit. Bet, win, get paid. All right. Brendan talked about who he likes in the Montreal Canadiens division, which is the Atlantic division. 
I will give you my top three. Toronto, number one. Florida, number two. Tampa, number three. And if I were to bet on the Canadians making the playoffs today, I would bet they don't. Marinero, the sick podcast. Hopefully, the sky is bluer the next time we talk and the glass will be fuller and I'll be in a better mood. Until then, I'm going to drink my worries away. Cheers. Salute. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond Organic Sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you.